Casey Lounge, live from 92nd in Nashville, formerly 33rd in Emerald, with the same old fantasy football talk. 12 degenerates from Oak Lawn compete to be the champion. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Who's this man? Find out this week on the Fantasy Lounge with your host, Randy Hansen. And Mike Prada. As a gym coach, he was a natural. Show me some hustle! Here's this week's edition of the Fantasy Lounge. And we are live at the Fantasy Lounge. As always, Mikey Mack on the mic to my right. The Commissioner Randy Hansen. And Randy, we have a very special edition of the Fantasy Lounge. Why don't you tell the listeners why? The boys are taking their talents to the Big Apple. That's right. You heard it here first. The Fantasy Lounge headed to New York. Thanks to WMLD radio station. You could catch us. Uh, at Friday, this Friday at 1.15, if you can't listen to the radio station, download their app, WMLD, or you can catch them on the TuneIn app. And it's exciting news. Dave Steuben networking finally pays off. Finally he's got some contacts and putting his league on the map. Absolutely. And listeners, if you heard a little extra special tone in the voice, you know, there's something, there's something different about starting a fantasy year 1-0 got me feeling excited. Absolutely. It's either you are the highs of the highs or lows of the lows. You either melt, straight up meltdown or your team, you think you're winning it all. Yeah, after one week, it's it, you're like a roller coaster of emotions. And what's interesting about that, we're going to open up our first segment. We're going to call it Level of Concern because there's some big names out there that didn't perform to expectations. And if your owners, if, if you have them on your fantasy team, you're a little concerned. And so... Level of concern, one being, you know, he's a ride or die. I will not move him, not trade him. And a 10 is, I got to get away from this Abandon guy. ship. Abandon ship. Do whatever you can the to The Titanic's playing. The guys, are, you're going to drown. The girls and, and the babies are getting out on the boats. You got to get away, right? First guy we're going to talk about, receiver, probably, got, probably drafted in the first or second round in many people's leagues, Mike Evans. What's your level of concern for Mike Evans moving forward as a potential fantasy owner? I'm going to say a 5.8. I'm going to give you a decimal. You know, like the pizza review, a little kind of deal going on. You only get one bite. Um, 5.8. I'm not so much concerned with Mike Evans. Even though he was coming in the game, he had he had the Jordan flu game pretty much. He had a yeah. little bug going on, throwing up on the sidelines. Um, he only put up 4.8 fantasy points. Right now ranked 80th wide receiver in all fantasy, and you hate to see that. But... I'm not concerned with Mike Evans as much as I'm concerned with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is abysmal. He's he's pretty much like his floor is so low and his ceiling so high. It's like one of those. He's, he's a boomer bust. He's a boomer bust fantasy player. And that's what you don't want in a quarterback position. Absolutely not. <sighs> yeah, listen. Put put it this way. Put it this way. We all watch. We're all from the South Side of Chicago. We're all Bears fans. We watched that funeral. That the, our offense perform, performed on Thursday, and Mitch Trubisky scored nine point five fantasy points. He scored th- two more points than Jameis Winston. Yeah, and look, I'm a Mike Evans owner right now. I'm gonna say about three point five. I'm gonna give you the bad numbers. Why you should be concerned, and then I'm gonna give you the silver lining here. You said it right, though. A fantasy receiver is only good as a fantasy quarterback. Look, he played 86, 86% of snaps. He only had five targets. That's concerning. Look, a guy like Mike Evans should be targeted 
12, 14 times a game. I hate to see that number. You mentioned he was sick. I went back in 2018, week 11 through 17 with Jameis, primarily as the quarterback. Mike Evans never had a game where he had over six receptions. So the volume is not there with Winston as the quarterback. On the flip side, here's the silver lining. Out of those from week 11 to 17, four games over 100 yards, also four touchdowns in that span. So the production was there. The volume's a little low. Look, they play Carolina tomorrow night. I'm interested to see what happens with that. But right now I'm at, you know, like I said, 3.5. We'll see. We'll see after Thursday. That could jump up to a seven if he has. They are on the road at Carolina, and we know the road dogs on the road on Thursday night. They play abysmal. They usually play. The bad. only good Thursday night game ever was what Rams versus who was it? Rams versus Chiefs when they scored so. up. Probably play Mexico City. And then they yeah, played. like one hundred and ten points or yeah. something like crazy like that. If I watch Seamus Winston drop back and backpedal and throw another pick six, I think I might kill him or Bruce Arians might. How about Bruce Arians looking super tan on the sidelines though? Like almost like burnt to a crisp. Look, look at he's got to he, Is he burnt out from Jameis or what? Can you put some lotion on just to take care of that skin? I mean, a little he, baby oil, he, dude. So I don't know, dude. That's what he's been using. He was looking pretty shiny. Uh, we we said at the beginning, uh, in past podcasts, Jameis Winston can either be that quarterback that's a top fifteen quarterback when it's all said and done, or he could be off Tampa Bay altogether, possibly out of the league. Which is scary thought for fantasy owners. Okay. All right. Uh, I, I'm trying to be more calm in my approach. Don't, don't my overreact week overreact. one. Don't overreact week one. But we, we also did say we're talking about Godwin. We're talking about Mike Evans. And O.J. Howard. O.J. Howard. Howard. Mike Evans and uh, Godwin were projected twenty top 20 wide receivers. Yeah. O.J. Howard is projected during draft day as top, top 10. 10. It only happened once right at the end of the season where that all happened, where you had two top 20 wide receivers and one top tight, tight end, and only happened when Peyton Manning threw for 55 touchdowns that one year. Yeah, with, with Julius Thomas. Uh, Demarius. All them. I don't foresee that happening again. I think the person that takes a hit out of all of them is going to be O.J. Howard. I agree. Um, but Jameis... She's got to play better. The only good thing is who's her backup? I don't know. I don't know. Do I even want to know? Look... All right, I'm, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm more thinking about it, I'm a little bit more concerned. I might be dialing it up to about a <laughs> 4-2 here. Speaking of Tampa Bay, they play Carolina. Cam Newton on Sunday, even though it was a close game, did not have a great fantasy game. Level of concern for Cam Newton going forward. Cam Newton only put up a 6.75. Ouch. No TDs on the day, one INT. Only Here's the concern thing. Rush the ball three times from minus two yards. Yeah, I'm glad you that brought That ankle injury is... Significant, I think. Yeah, I agree. I'm glad you brought that up. All right, since 2016, in 45 games played, Cam Newton has only had eight games where he didn't rush for double digits. So to start off with the negative two, rushing is concerning. Like you said, only three attempts. Um, look, if he's not rushing the ball, if he's not getting 20 to 30 yards and scoring seven touchdowns a year rushing, is he a top 10 fantasy quarterback? I don't know. He's never been a high completion guy. Last year was his best year, completing 67% of his throws. But again, McCaffrey last year, 87% of his, his targets were caught. That's an astounding number. When he's throwing receivers, it's not high. Look, five or seven years, below 60% completion percentage. So if he's inaccurate, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough year for Cam Newton owners. He did complete 67% on Sunday, but I'm a little concerned. I'm probably at about 5'8 right now for Cam. The thing is, the quarterback position is so deep that 
you could stash Cam on your bench and go pick someone up. If if Cam was one of your top picks and you could stash and we could you could start a Derek Carr. Uh, True. You know what I mean? Like okay. It, but so maybe. but the thing is, if you're a Christian McCaffrey owner, you're pumped because all those all those running downs that he used to get, all those rushing yards, he's just checking down to Christian McCaffrey. It's insane. Just the, target he, score. Like after that game, Cam probably had one of the worst games in his career, and Christian McCaffrey had one of the best. Yeah, forty four, right? Forty two, forty. Yeah, like I mean, forty six. And a, they vultured a touchdown for him at the end. He could have had like fifty two. He's he's like a, a that Sesame Street character, the target monster. Oh, uh, dude's eating. He's eating good. So I think you're a little you're a little less concerned than Cam. I'm a little higher. Someone on Sunday night that was when everybody was going off on the Patriots offense, Sony Michelle, non factor. It was almost like, you know, when you play a baseball game and everybody on the team's got three hits and there's one guy that goes over four or something. Yeah, with three strikeouts. With the, yeah. That was Sony Michelle. That was Sony Michelle. Yeah, absolutely. Sony Michelle dropped a one point four. One point four. To do it at fifteen rushes for fourteen yards. Ouch. Um, yeah, I'm on record as saying I thought that Sonny Michelle was going to get over 13 and a half touchdowns this year, and I'm still at that point. I think when it, the season progresses, they're going to be running the ball a lot more. I did not expect the Patriots to come out and just air it out, look like the Randy Moss, Gronk Patriots back in the day. They Slice looked, and Dyson. Like, Tom Brady wasn't a fantasy relevant quarterback. A lot now of he looks thought, top three. Yeah, like you, it's he's a must start going forward. He looked amazing. I I mean I couldn't believe it. And again, when you don't get pressure on Brady, that's what happens. Look, they were just gashing him ten yards, twelve yards, fifteen, fifteen, twelve. I mean it was it was it was almost like a video game. Look, Sony Michelle only played thirty three percent of snaps. That was lower than Burkhead and James White. He did have the most rushing attempts. And again, I keep talking silver lining here, folks. Last year in twelve out of thirteen games, Sony Michelle had at least. Double digit rushing attempts. He had that week one. So you know when they run the ball, mostly it's going to be him. But look, 0.9 yards of carry by any metric is terrible. Abysmal. Uh, on the flip side, of that Burkhead averaged 5.5 yards of rush. So. James White was eating. I, I'm probably I'm probably at like a five I'm probably at like a five one for Sony just because of the factor and the inconsistency of you know who's going to dominate the ball in the running back position in that offense. There's going to be games where he probably scores three touchdowns. There's going to be games where he probably has uh, an abysmal week. So I'm probably at a 5-1. I, I, the commission is a Sony Michelle fantasy owner. And multiple leagues. Multiple leagues. Almost every Are league. you starting them against Miami week two? Absolutely, because I think they get out early on Miami, and they're going to rush the ball a lot. If he doesn't put up a decent fantasy performance, then I might start getting in panic mode, especially at the RB2 Absolutely. position. Um but they have a cushy schedule to start the season. Super cushy. First eight games, they don't play uh, a playoff team for 2018. So if they get up early and Sony Michelle gets in the end zone once or twice, if he starts getting vulture for touchdowns, then I'm going to start getting concerned because he's, he's not going to be catching many balls on the backfield, if any. Yeah, that's not his game. I mean, he did do a little bit of that, but that's no, James White's forte. I think James White is the most underappreciated player on that on that offense. Yeah, I mean, and he really didn't even play in the second half. I mean, he but he still put up, like, double digits. It's just, like, we, we talked about before, it's like when he needs a first down, and if I don't, like, it's almost a guarantee if he throws to James White, it's going to be a first down. It's it's pretty remarkable, the type of rapport that they have. If you have James White, again, but it's, again, if they keep blowing out teams, he's not going to get he's not gonna get attempts. But, I mean, you got to love James White as, a, you know, your wide receiver, too, feeling good about that, because you know he's probably going to get you a minimum five catches a game. I think James White is more important to that offense than Julian Edelman. It's a toss-up. I mean, I, I, 
you could argue that, and I'm not going to fight you. Speaking, I mean, I, we're not. We're going to talk about this in a later segment. But you see that spread on the the the, the Patriots the Patriots Dolphins game? Oh my, it's hefty it's un- spread. It's hefty. unreal. That is you're a, eating good out here. If you're if you're that isn't all spread. you can eat. That is old country buffet. F- fill up as much as possible before you leave. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. Um, we're going to talk a little collarbone because we Foles went down, but Tyreek Hill. Uh, as a fantasy owner, you took him first or second round. He goes down early, week one. Concern level for Tyreek Hill owners. Um, if you could manage to, that's a. I think Tyreek Hill is going to be out at, I would say four to five weeks. Um, I know people in the past have had the same injury, and with the the collarbone, not only did did he break his collarbone, but it pinched a nerve and uh, ruptured an artery. So that's why he was put on a stretcher and taken immediately to the. Uh, emergency room so that being said uh, players in the past it's been like a four-week window so if he comes back by week five six yeah it'd be like five or six I think you're doing all right if you break even or if you're two and three let's say like or two and four maybe or mm-hmm. if you just can get through that that's right I think Tyreek Hill is still gonna ball out when he gets back because that offense everyone is eating and most likely you picked up receiver this week off waivers. Um, the issue is it might be hard to find someone in that offense that's not already picked up. Um, I know Sammy Watkins and Kelsey are the two studs. People, you know, there, there's that Hardman guy there. But, I mean, I don't know if there's going to be consistent pass catcher that you're going to pick up to fill that spot. I just think it's going to be a lot more Kelsey. I think it's going to be a lot more Damian Williams-McCoy coming out of the backfield. Um, so it might be Watkins tough. is playing well, out I mean, Watkins look great. Like a first-round so. draft pick. Okay. So that's level of concern. I'm, I'm, as Tyreek owner, I'm probably right at a five or six. Um, hopefully you got some wide receiver depth to kind of match. Tyreek Hill, I would be like at a, a six point four, depending yeah. on depending on you. That's why it's so important to get depth. Yep. Like we say, it's week one. People kind of freak out if you go on one. If you're one and zero, you're feeling at the highs of the highs. I think especially it's a race to seven. I say this every year. You want to chip in a chair at the end of the year, especially in twelve team leagues. You want to get to seven wins. To project yourself into the playoffs and just just have an opportunity to be there, so you want to start rattling around wins. If if you uh, win on one, it's it's not that pump not the brakes. Don't the overreact. Breaks. Don't sell the team. You're gonna be fine. Just you know, seeing the trades coming around in our league. After if people that are this is one. the most trade buzz I think I've in our league that's been around. People are trying to trying to move here. Okay, that's level of concern. We're gonna transition to a new set. Not new set. It's an old standby. If you've been listening to the lounge, but. It's very important for this lounge here, or this segment. Get your scuba gear, get your fins, get the snorkels. We're going a little deep sea diving. We love this segment, deep sea diving. We target individuals that are owned in less than 40% of Yahoo leagues. These are individuals that you could pick up right now that can make have an impact on your team. And trust me when I say we went deep to find the gold for you guys. Absolutely. You might want to pop your eardrums because we're, we're going low. We're going low. You know what I mean? Blow it out a little bit because we're going deep. We're going deep. <laughs> All right, I'll start it off. Chris Thompson right now. After the injury of, of Geis, when you, they said the offense was going to run through Geis, Geis gets one one game, and he's already out yet again. I, I want to see this guy play, but let's not talk about it later. But Chris Thompson had some receptions on 10 targets. you got to love that, especially with an offense that is going to struggle to run the ball. There's their starting left tackle still holding out. Um, I think Thompson is could be a good RB two plug for the near future. He's only owned in thirty seven percent of leagues, so he's still out there in a majority of leagues. So I, it's a guy to plug and stash as an RB two, 
in the future, let's say, if uh, players, especially at the running back position, it's so it fluctuates mm-hmm. so much with injuries Absolutely. and other stuff like that. So he's a guy to have on your bench and, and plug in for good weeks. I think he's he's got. I bet he gets like five or six catches this week. I mean, anytime you, you play Dallas, look at the the. All you can ask for as a fantasy owner is, is volume. And when you're getting double-digit targets out of the running back position, I mean, that is something that's extremely valuable. And so, again, like you said, Geis going down, AP's there. AP's not going to get the – he's not – you know AP's not going to be on third downs, two-minute drills, all that stuff. It's going to be Chris Thompson. They like using him out of the backfield. I'm all in on Chris Thompson. I've been all in on Chris Thompson. He's had mega years. Case Keenum was flinging the rock. When Chris Thompson's healthy, he's very yeah, productive. I agree. Especially AP was healthy last week, a healthy scratch, first time in his career. So that just shows that they uh, they have a lot of confidence in Chris Thompson sure. to back up guys beforehand. Absolutely. Now, speaking of flinging the rock, I got a quarterback here. Only on a 15% of leagues. Maybe you're feeling a little weird about Drew Brees on the road against the Rams. Maybe you're a little worried about Watson banged up against a pretty stout Jacksonville. Maybe you're starting Baker and you know what? Against Monday night, that Jets D is super, super stingy. Maybe you're looking for a spot start here. Andy Dalton. The Red Rocket himself, 15% of leagues. Look at week one, threw for over 400 yards against the Seattle Seahawks defense. The 12th man, not the Legion of Boom anymore, but still, how about the Legion of Loud Noise? How about yeah. Legion of Loud Noise. Look, last year in 2018, on average, Seattle only gave up 242 passing yards per game at home. Dalton torched them without A.J. Green. Look, they bring in the new head coach, the McVay guy, uh, Zach Taylor. They look good on offense. I'm telling you, they did. So... Andy Dalton, 15% of leagues against a San Francisco team that I know looked good against Tampa Bay, but that's because James looked terrible. Tampa or San Francisco last year gave up over 30 touchdowns through the air. I expect Dalton to, to kind of have a big game. And, uh, again, if you're looking for a streamer, I look Red Rocket. You know what? I Every time I trust Andy Dalton, he always lets me down. But uh, in a streaming opportunity, uh, I'm not that mad. Zach Taylor looked good. Think of it, he's coming from the same McVay offense, yeah. so they have three wide receivers in the McVay offense that all are eating, mm-hmm. right? So then you got Ross, you got Boyd, and AJ Green when he finally gets back. Uzma had some big catches. I, I like it a lot. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm just just think about it. Think about it. Don't rule it out. You got another guy. You like a little deep sea diving. Deep sea diving. Same team actually. Same team um, with Joe Mixon kind of going down, banged up with an ankle injury. Giovanni Bernard only owned in 37 percent of leagues. Been in the league since 2013. When he controls the workload, he's a solid RB2. They, this team believes in Giovanni Bernard. They just gave him a, a contract extension. Um, when he plays 16 games, he averages about 50 receptions. The guy can catch the ball in the backfield and he's mobile and is able to be that solid RB2 that you're looking to plug into your team, especially when injuries pop up. Absolutely. He should have been – if you had Joe Mixon, he should have been handcuffed. Honestly, if Joe Bernard has just been healthy, like we're looking at like a Deion Lewis type player for the past three, four years. Um, Yeah, like you said, if he's out there, go pick him up. Joe Mixon, they're not sure if he's going to play week two. So Gio Bernard is going to eat. I'd probably look at, too, some other uh, potential running backs there just, you know, because Gio Bernard is not that workhorse guy. So I like Gio Bernard, 37% of leagues, go out and get him. Um. I got one more guy. We're, we're kind of all in on Buffalo. I know some of the New York guys might love to hear that. But we're all in on Buffalo. And so and so we're if we're all in on Buffalo, I kind of like Cole Beasley this week. Only owning 6% of leagues. 
Last week, nine targets, went five for 40. It gets, like I said, a tough Jets D that paid a lot of money on that side of the ball to bring in some people. They're playing the Giants. Look, the Giants got torched by um, Cowboys in Jerry World. Over 400 yards passing for Dak. It was a field day. Cole Beasley played at 70% of the snaps. 19% of those snaps he was targeted. I like Cole Beasley in that offense. I think Josh Allen's going to have a better game passing the ball. Zay Jones was a little bit of a non-factor. I think Cole Beasley at 6% is worth a potential wide receiver three, maybe even in a deeper league flex play. What do you think about that? Uh, you're, you're shaking your head now. Am I, I reaching on that? I, it's, there's a lot of wide receiver potential and a lot of wide receiver acquisitions out there. I think a wide receiver – I've never seen the wide receiver position so deep as it is this year. Okay. So I mean, you know, it's a boomer bust. What are you looking for, like fantasy wise? Hey, look at twelve points. This is a guy. Give me, give me a guy that's gonna. I, Mikey Mack guarantee he's going at least ten points against the Giants. That's a Mikey Mack guarantee. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, this is a guy with six percent of leagues. You can plug him in, and get ten points PPR. Where, I mean, you're not just. You, that's something that doesn't just grow on trees here, folks. Yeah. All right. That, hey, that's deep sea diving. You got a little wet. It's okay. The the water's warm out here, boys. Yeah. I mean, Chicago, we're going through a heat wave. So you're feeling a little wet. You take off the wetsuit. We're, we're done diving here. We got a very special caller right now. Through the lounge line here. Courtesy of El Gallo. El Gallo, if you're hungry, it's 3 a.m. Grab a burrito. Dave Steuben with his very, very signature segment, Daily Dave. Dave Steuben, welcome to the lounge. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's great. We were just pumping you up about the network, the opportunity you gave us on WML. D radio, we appreciate that. There it is. Yeah, you know, just trying to get the uh, the, the solo TV fantasy lounge out there. Okay, and so if you're not familiar with Daily Dave, Daily Dave is a special. We give you a lineup that you could plug in for daily. Because sometimes, you know what? Maybe your fantasy team's not having a good week. Maybe you you want to try and win some money elsewhere. Dave Steuben hits us up with his dailies. He's gonna give you the best lineup possible here, folks, to win some money. And DraftKings. What's the other one? What's the other DraftKings? Yeah, well, the, I forget. Uh, we're going on FanDuel. FanDuel. Okay, FanDuel uh, here. So, Dave, let's let's hear some daily you got here. Yep. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know if it's going to be the, the best lineup out there, but it's going to be pretty good, I hope. You're, you're kind of overselling me here. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to start out at the quarterback position from last week, Tom Brady. Uh, he was on fire. And he's going against Miami, which Lamar Jackson tore apart for five touchdowns last week. He's $7,800, um, projected like 27 points this week. So, uh, get him in your lineup. Uh, number two is Derrick Henry at running back. Um, he's going against the Colts. He's, uh, $7,500 last week again, had a 75 yard touchdown. Hopefully just riding that wave in the week two. And then Mike, I got a good one for you. Josh Jacobs. Ooh, uh, that's guy. my guy. Uh, Huh? That's my guy, Josh Jacobs. That's right. Two touchdowns last week. So going against uh, Kansas City, they can't really stop the run. Should be uh, should be a good point situation for them. Can I give you so a little? Can I give, can I give you a little thing on Jacobs? Huh? Only one tar, only one reception. I expect that to go up too. This week that should go up, and it's surprising because Richardson didn't even have any. Uh, I don't even think he had a reception either. So I don't know who's going to catch the ball in the backfield. So hopefully you can get two or three catches out of there. Uh, and then we got T.Y. Hilton at wide receiver. He's $7,600. Um, two touchdowns last week again going against Tennessee. I think that's a good matchup for him. Tyrell Williams, 
just got traded, I think, in our league, or no? He did. He just went down right now. It went down. Digs, digs for Tyrell Williams, basically, right now. Straight up? And uh, there's other pieces, no. but yeah. Breaking no, news in the line. Tyrell Williams just made a move in our league, uh, but he's only $5,900, and he's going against Kansas City. So it's uh, another, obviously, that's going to be a shootout. Uh, it should be a lot of points. So he's looking like the number one receiver there. It's a good value at 5900 bucks. Then you got Josh Gordon uh, going against Miami. You're getting the double up with Tom Brady. Uh, who knows what's going to happen with AB. We should probably talk about that in a second. But uh, he's only 6300 bucks, so that should be a good pickup. Then we got the rookie, TJ Hawkinson. Came out of nowhere last week, over 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, he's going against the uh, Chargers. And he's uh, 6300 bucks. Then you have Austin Eckler, like an Army, uh, Swiss Army knife. Uh, last week, I think, like 30 points. Um, he's going against Detroit, so he should get a lot of opportunities. That's for your flex. And then New England Patriots against Miami. There's three uh, three Patriots in this lineup, but I think it's going to be a good day for them. Well, uh, they, gave, they were terrible last week, well, so I mean, they, they're, pl- bucks. they're playing arguably one of the worst teams ever constructed in the NFL in the Miami Dolphins, possibly. Yeah. So you can... It's, it's, Sad. So just pound the Patriots, what you're telling me, huh? Pretty much put uh, as many Patriots in your lineup as you can because they should all be scoring points. Um, even if AB gets in the lineup, it might be a nice little uh, addition to your daily fantasy. I-, I got a question for you, Dave. You're you're an AB owner. Are you starting him this week if he plays? At the moment, I'm starting him. Until he's not in the lineup or whatever on the commissioner's exempt list, He's going to be in my in my starting lineup because I can't keep him out, and I don't really have any other options to put in. So. Anytime you hear the commissioner exemplist, you're like it seems tingles down my spine, especially for a guy that I own. Um, that investigation is going to go on for hours. It's, it's federally right now. The only good thing is it's civil, so it's not a criminal investigation. Thing. So it's it's just for money. So we'll see how that plays out. Well, they said that would be like the, the worst case scenario. He goes on the exempt list. They, they haven't said anything that's just one of the options. But uh, it kind of sounds like it's going to take a while to figure out. And he should be good for at least two weeks right now. But who knows? Every day is something new with him. It's like a roller coaster. One day is good. One day is bad. You know, I'm just, I'm just riding that wave. I, I, got, I got another thing. For why, why, why we got you on the phone, Dave? Why, why, why we got you on the line? Something to watch coming up on Monday night. A-B, not, not A-B. Odell Beckham Jr. with a watch. He said he's going to wear it regardless after being told by the NFL that he should not. Do you think this is going to have any implications going forward for his uh, fantasy value and possibly uh, some some altercations with the league? You know, a little, they're button heads right now. You he's going to get fined, right? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get suspended. But my my thing with that scenario is like you just got blown out by thirty points or whatever the Tennessee Titans, and you guys are supposed to be like the Super Bowl contending freaking Cleveland Browns and you're worried about wearing a, a $250,000 watch. Like, I think your concern should be Baker Mayfield and how he couldn't get you the ball last week or score. Oh, they couldn't protect that's, that's Baker my... Mayfield. That offensive line looked trash. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield, all that talk in the offseason, talking about other quarterbacks and other teams, and he comes out and puts up a big dud. A big dud. It was terrible. Absolutely. You, you, you got to hate that as a fancy owner. Yeah. For, but I wouldn't sell any of the Browns. I think the Browns are going to bounce back on Monday night. But you hate to see the implications are already that uh, Odell Beckham's already button heads with the NFL. Yeah, it's, week, it's week one. I mean, he's, a, he's a kind of, you know, one of those all-about-me players. So, again, you lost by 30, but you care about wearing a watch. Like, 
I don't know if that's to take the distraction off how much your team sucked last week or what, but to me, I, I don't think you should be worrying about a watch. And what's the point? Isn't that like, can he like break his his wrist or something? I'm sure it's not good for anything. Oh, maybe he's, he likes to time himself on his routes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> Real quickly, um, I saw that trade go down. Initial thoughts, it was officially between uh, Gallagher and Ryan. Uh, I don't. I know we don't want to talk too much about it, but it was uh, DK Metcalf and uh, Diggs for um, Allen Robinson and Tyrell Williams. Initial thoughts, who got ripped? Anybody? I don't think... I think it's a pretty fair trade, but I think Ryan won it because I think Tyrell Williams and Al Robinson are undervalued right now, and those are two number one receivers, and they both look good last week. Stefan Diggs, uh, obviously, is going to be a good player. He, he had a rough week last week, and who knows what DK Metcalf is going to be exactly for uh, the Seahawks this year. So I think Ryan got the more safe uh, part of that, that I think he comes out on top. Yeah, absolutely, but I just don't – this is what drives me nuts. I just don't understand on draft day – how Ryan goes in round two and round three. He had the first overall pick, so he takes Saquon. It wraps back around, and he takes Thielen and Diggs. Why? It, 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 this, was this the plan all along? Like, is, it, so he basically, he basically traded his second round pick. Dave, he just basically traded his second round pick for Tyrell Williams and DK Metcalf. I mean, no, no, no. no, no, no he for, traded for Tyrell Williams and Allen Robinson. I mean, I don't know if that the value is there for that right now after week one. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, it could, it could have been a worse trade. At least there are two players that he could put in his lineup. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, Dave, well, I appreciate you taking time. We always love a daily Dave. Yeah. Thanks for the calling, bro. Thanks for the call. Uh, any any, uh, any last-minute thoughts before you, you get off the line here? Uh, just, you know, hope AB finally gets back uh, in the NFL. That would be great. And then uh, check the show out on Friday. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Make, make sure to wear your seatbelt when riding that roller coaster of AB, okay? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll keep paying the ticket, the, the fee to get in. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Dave, appreciate you. Take care, my man. All right, later. Lounge line, always a buzzing. Always a buzzing. Now, we, we talked about Daily Dave and getting you some money, right? A little Daily Dave here. Speaking of money, one of probably the most talked about segments, well-liked segment, is the mortgage payment. This is a straight commission special where Randy breaks down some big-time bets that you want to put in before kickoff on Sunday, or maybe even Thursday, but before kickoff on Sunday. Again, bet the mortgage on some of these. Now, we have various degrees, maybe the cell phone payment, maybe the grocery payment, but we got a mortgage payment for you here, folks. Give us some, give us some lines you're liking, over and unders maybe, spreads. Yeah, not only is the league going to the Big Apple, New York, that's New York City, but the commish is going to Buffalo this weekend. This week, yeah. This weekend to just get just get the tail of the tail, the tail of the tape, the tail of tape, <laughs> the tail of tape in Buffalo. Gauge and, the gauge the just, excitement value. I, I already, I'm feeling this bet already. This is only going to be. This is why I'm a bet. My plane ticket. Okay. My plane ticket there and back. It's not that much. Southwest, check them out. Midway ranked the lowest. Two free bags. Yeah. <laughs> ranked the lowest airline in uh, the United all, States. The United right? States is Midway Airport coming out of Southside. Um, <laughs> But right now the Bills are minus one and a half at Giants. I love the Bills. I love the Bills in this. I would either take them in the money line or just take one and a half. And I think the Bills are going to come out and dominate. 
You bet them last week. It paid off for you. Yeah, I did. It was. They were getting getting a little nervous. Down was, 16. Down 16 to 4th. They came back and win. Dude, I like the Bills, too. Look, that defense is the real deal. I think they get a lot of pressure on Eli. Um, I think they probably do a better job uh, containing Saquon than even Dallas did. I think I could see them winning that game, you know, 24-14. I think Josh Allen has a better game. I like that bet. Now, this is we, – we, we, we touched on it earlier – New England minus nineteen at Miami. Is this a college game? Is this Alabama playing uh, Southern Mississippi State or something? Unreal. Even though Alabama played the other day, they played. Uh, it was like New Mexico State, State, and it was fifty-five the line. I know. And they did they cover or no? They didn't cover. They didn't that. cover. I told you the boys. It's a lot of points. Fifty-five Sorry, points. 55. A lot of points. They cover fifty-two. They cover fifty-two. Yeah. All right. Minus nineteen. I'm taking Miami. Are you sure? And hear me out. Sure about this. Even though this team is abysmal. Just got smoked hey, by... Just got... not uh, Smoked is an understatement. They got the doors broke yeah. off. It. Um, Bill Belichick is 0-5 career. In the Bill Belichick area for the New England Patriots, 0-5 career when the spread is 15.5 points or higher. Okay. And you got to think how dominant those teams were. I've never seen a spread at 19 in the NFL. I can't remember last time. I, I don't remember it. I don't remember it. So I'm taking Miami. I think the doors get busted off again. But maybe it's only 17. Flores, wasn't he the, the guy in New England before? Yeah. I wonder if maybe Belichick takes it a little easier. That team already – I've never seen a team already quit on the franchise in week Dude, one. People were, it was so bad. People were asking to be traded after week one. To their ages. They're it was like the class action lawsuit. I think all players went in all 53, and they're like, hey, get us out of here. Because that rebuild is going to take years. That is not that is not a two-season rebuild. That is years. So, I mean, it's a tank for Tula. Uh, tank for Tula or, yeah. I mean, it was that Tank was two bad. years for Trevor Lawrence. That was bad, dude. Um, so what are we looking at here? Cell phone. You got the gas bill. What are we talking here? All right, that one. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that's a cell phone. That's a, that's a, that's a that's a lower payment. A lower payment. But I do like Miami. Yeah. Um, here here's another bet. I think I hate to say it. I think it's just a mortgage. Okay. Bet the mortgage. Coming, coming from the south side, diehard Bears fan. Bears minus two and a half at Denver. I'm taking the Bears. If that got up to three, then we're getting dicey. But at two and a half, I think the Bears. After getting blown out, week I wouldn't say blown out, but after that offensive, I'll coach. I'll, I'll coach I, after that offensive performance, I think the offense is way better. But the main thing for me is watching Denver's offense against our defense is true. We should be able to get to Flacco. The, Flacco's immobile. Their their offensive line stinks. They really got no. I mean, they made the Raiders' offensive line look like yeah. all pros. Okay, I agree. Keep going. So I think Flacco gets hit a ton. We get some turnovers and. We go from there. Denver's was this is the first time for Denver on on the flip side. Denver's defense didn't have one pass rush, didn't have one uh, hurry, really for the first time in Denver's career when uh, wow. Von Miller. That there. makes me nervous. Yeah, I think the, I think Vic Vangio dials it up against yeah, he's us. He's gonna dial it up. But I think it's gonna be a lot closer game. But I think the Bears win by at least five. Like you know, what they say don't bet with your heart here, kid. I'm betting with the heart. I feel I feel like you are a little bit. I don't know, man. I, I, it's always tough to play in Denver. They always, you know, notoriously play better in Denver. I don't know, man. If you're betting the mortgage, you're betting the mortgage. But I actually don't mind the two and a half. I do think the Bears win. I do think they find a way to win. I think Nagy has a way better game plan. I just don't know about the mortgage. If Dave Montgomery doesn't get 15 to 16 rushes, true. It, we're, well, ri- we're riding we're, in the streets. We're calling for Nagy's head. Yeah. And last but not least, I would say this is the utility bill. Okay. 
Um, Vikings right now are plus three at Green Bay. I'm taking Green Bay, and I would buy a half point at two and a half because until Kirk Cousins wins a big game, especially on the road, I don't see it. Green Bay looked good. I think the offense bounced back tremendously. And Diggs is still a little banged up a little bit. I mean, I Dalvin Cook looked great though. He did running the rock. Uh, I I don't know. That's gonna be a close one. I think. I, I think that Vikings team is actually a lot better now than what I originally thought. I think Green Bay. I don't wins want to. I hate touching divisional games. I hate doing it because you I, don't know. I think Green Bay wins by seven. It's a late drive by Aaron Rodgers to win. Okay. Some there's some good matchups this week. Uh, it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, good lounge today, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Short and sweet. Short, Short and sweet. sweet. Make sure to follow us on WMLD. Absolutely. New Down, York. Download their app, you know, and then again, also you can check them in on TuneIn, the Tune app, the TuneIn app, TuneIn tune app. app. Absolutely. Always follow us on uh, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Facebook, Snapchat. Uh, anything you get your hands on. Anything you get your, Any hands, on. You get your hands on. And then Spotify. you got us on Spotify, yeah. iTunes, all that good stuff. Absolutely. Um, you know, we hope the, the new uh, the new listeners like the lounge. Um, as always, I'm Mikey Mack. That's the commission. Remember, it's never too late to come relax to the lounge. Take care, y'all.